welcome to Rebecca McCann Show, where we dive headfirst into the unfiltered reality of business, steering far away from Instagram perfect facade. I'm your host, Rebecca McCann, and I'm thrilled you're here. So let's tear down the unpolished filters and unveil the real story of entrepreneurship, uncover the truths, struggles, and triumphs. Here, authenticity and real experience take center stage, no BS. Eight years ago, I took my first business prolo from my mum's kitchen to the world's most prestigious retailers, including Harvey Nichols, Sephora, and Bloomingdale's. And I repeated that success with Steve London and more. So I'm not here to sell you textbook version. I'm here to share the reality, the mistakes, the lessons, and to help you win. So get ready for real talk, actionable steps, and conversations that will leave you so fired up and ready to take your business to the next level. So hit that subscribe button and let's build your business one honey chat at a time. Welcome back and happy 2024. Oh my gosh. When I tell you I am so excited to be sitting down and recording this episode and let me tell you why. Last year was crazy and the back end of last year was so busy, was so stressful. We had so much going on behind the scenes. I've touched a lot on Instagram with the, you know, this legal situation that I had from summertime and it was a lot. And it got to mid-November when I was due to record the podcast and it started to feel like a chore. And it started to feel like another thing I had to do on my to-do list and tick it off. And that is not why I started this podcast. I started this podcast because I love talking with you. I love putting this content out there and then having the conversations in my DMs on Instagram, hearing your feedback, knowing that something I've said has resonated with you. And I was recording the episode and I was listening to it back and I was like, it just translated to me. Like I could literally hear it in my voice and my lack of enthusiasm that I did not want to be recording the episode. And it was just because I was so exhausted, it wasn't going to come across. And that is not why I started this podcast for. So I called it. We had a season break. Well, I didn't even know if I'm ever going to have a season break again or whether it would just be ongoing. But the one thing I can promise you is if I feel like what I'm going to be putting out there is not going to benefit you and isn't coming from a place of like, real joy and excitement to be here like it is today, then I will not be dropping an episode. That is one thing I can promise you. So with that being said, I hope everybody's had a wonderful holidays. I went away to Doha for a full two weeks, which if you follow me on Instagram, I have told you over and over again, it is the first time in nine years, like literally nine years, that I have switched off my phone and not worked. Prior to that flight on the 20th of December, 2023, prior to that day, there has not been a single day in nine years where I haven't worked, whether it be on emails, on socials, an hour on the phone, whatever it is. And I don't say that as if it's something I'm proud of. I now see that is such (laughs) something to be not not proud of. Like that is not okay. And that is so something I'm not carrying into this year. And I want to talk about that with you today because honestly, sitting down here today, getting back into business after having that break, I feel like a whole new person. I feel so energized. I feel so focused. I feel so excited. And I lost a lot of that because I was just on this treadmill and I didn't even realize I was on this treadmill until I stopped and I got off it for the last couple of weeks over the holidays so if you're watching my Instagram and you you know I'm sure you probably resonate with a lot of things I shared whilst I was away but yeah I just wanted to kind of throw that in here as well as we start this podcast so I hope you've had a wonderful holidays I'm so excited to be back and 
I want to jump into this episode right away and really talk about a couple of main things that I am really changing going into this year. I'm not a big resolution person. I'm not someone who says like, you know, I'm going to never snooze my alarm for the next 365 days or I'm going to only eat bloody green vegetables till midday. Like I'm not really a resolution kind of girl. I'm more like a set goals and make a plan to get there. And I set goals continuously throughout the year. It's not like, oh, the clock strikes midnight at the end of December. Like let's make a big goal plan. However, that being said, it is also a great time for reflection and it's a great kind of time to stop and pause and really decide what we want going forward in our life and in our business. And so I do understand why we do it at this time of year. And I definitely felt a lot more reflective whilst I was away. Um, and before I dive into the what I'm leaving and what I'm taking into 2024 and all that, I think I really just want to take a moment just to acknowledge how important me stopping has been in my life, in my business, in my mindset, stopping. Like I feel like the 20th of December 2023 will be a date that I will always remember because choosing to take that flight, like up until the day before, I was considering to cancel the flight and not travel because I was like, I'm just too busy. Choosing to take that flight has been like a huge, huge change in my life already. Because I got on that flight, I actually flew on my own and my family flew out a couple of days later and I had some friends out there. So I got on that flight and I pretty much slept the entire way to Doha. I got to my hotel and I expected to go and have a couple of hours sleep and then hit the pool. I got into my hotel room at half past seven in the morning. I went to sleep for my two hours and I woke up at 5 p.m. I slept all day. The sun sets at 5 p.m. there at the here. So when I woke up, it was dusk. Like, there was no going to the pool. The pool was, like, done for the day. So I went down, I had some food, I came back to my room, and I went to bed, put on a movie, and I slept again all the way through the night, right through until midday the following day. This, if you know me, this is, like, so far from the way that I live my life. I'm all go, go, go. But I slept. And I probably spent the first three and a half to four days of my holiday sleeping, which I know sounds crazy, but I never realized how much I needed that. And it was as if my body was like, I felt like I had no control. My body was like, no, Beck, you need to stop. You need to just like, for, for the love of God, like just stop. And then that was that. And then I got quite sick, which a lot of people do. A lot of people who are very busy and switched on all the time and run businesses and quite high pressure jobs. It's very common. And like I put it on Instagram and the DMs of people were like resonating so hard with me. Like it's very, very common that when you are always on go and your adrenaline's always pumping and that cortisol, that stress hormone is pumping around your body. The minute you stop, your body is like missing the hit, missing the drug of the cortisol. So you can kind of slump and get quite sick, which is exactly what happened. And, you know, I still had an amazing holiday, but I was, you know, in the doctor's office. I had tonsillitis. I had swollen glands. I had a chest infection, all the usual. And, you know, I still had a really, really great holiday. And I wasn't even mad about the fact that I was sick because alongside being sick, I slept so much. I canceled a few plans I'd made to go out and party. And I really just took the time to just relax and chill and sleep. And I read books. I like I start books all the time, but I don't always finish them because I'm always like half in it, half in business mind. But I read books. I put my phone off and I would go down to the pool. I would put my AirPods in with my like audible book. And I would just like walk up and down the shallow bit of the ocean listening to my book. Now I know you're probably thinking like, 
that's not really that exciting like why are you sharing this but I'm sharing this because if you are anything like me the idea of switching off your phone having no contact to emails no contact to your social media no contact to having sales are going on your website no contact from your team and just to be is like a position I never thought I would be in I never imagined that I would do that and so actually being in the ocean with my book and not being able to be contacted was was crazy. And I actually bought a second phone and set up a personal phone and just gave that number, which I've touched on in a minute, to very few people. Nobody in my business life had that number. So I was really able to switch off. Um, and let me tell you, I have come home from that holiday feeling such a sense of rested and reset and refocused and energized and so ready for the year ahead and almost like or every part of me wants to jump back in full steam ahead and go for it but I have to remember that there's a reason I my body shut down and made me sleep for like three and a half days there's a reason why I got so sick like and I have to remember that actually I cannot go back to living my life the way that I have been for the past nine years because it's so not healthy it's so not healthy for your body it's so not healthy for your mind and what is the point in doing everything that we do and working super hard and building successful businesses and building global brands if when we get to go away we're stuck to a phone or when we get to go away we're sick or when we get to go away we sleep you know I don't regret the trip that I've had because I needed it but I feel like it's really reset me and I have to take those lessons going into the new year and really work harder on I don't want to say balance because I'm not a big believer in balance, but more structure and more boundaries. And <laughs> I've always had boundaries, right? And I actually said to my friend, Zara, I said to her, like, she said, you know, what's the New Year's resolution? I said, oh, you know me, I don't do resolutions, but I want to get stronger boundaries. And she literally spat her coffee out. And she's like, I don't think you could get stronger boundaries if you tried. And I'm like, oh, girl, yes, I could. <laughs> like, I absolutely can and I will. And I, I will intend and commit to making sure I put them in place and I'm like throwing it out there if you see me doing shit on my Instagram or whatever and you're like she's not doing what she said you right now have my full permission to send me a message and be like look Beck you said x and you're doing y sort your shit out girl I give you that permission right now so on the sound of boundaries let's start with that one of the things that I'm leaving in 2023, this whole like in and out trend that's on social media, like one of the things I'm leaving that's not coming in, that's out in 2024, is a lack of boundaries. I've always had boundaries, especially the past couple of years, I've got a lot stronger in my boundaries. And I think I say that and I mean it, but when I really think about it, my boundaries are very much in my personal life, not my business life. So if I don't want to go, okay, there's certain people in your life who you will always go to things and do things with even if you don't want to because they're your people. And I absolutely stand by that and that's what we should do. However, if you're if I'm invited to something or somebody asks me to go somewhere or you know they're going out for dinner and drinks but I don't want to go for dinner, then I will happily say, oh, I'll come along, of course, I'll do dinner, but I'm not staying for drinks. Or, oh, thanks for the invite, but I'm not going to make it. I have no issue with this. I think I've got very, very strong boundaries. And things like Monday to Friday, I'm very much in my work life. So if I'm going to see people, it's generally going to be, apart from like my family, it's generally going to be people who lift me up, 
people who energize me, people who I can bounce ideas around with, those kind of friendships and relationships. Whereas over weekends, I'm good to hang out with whoever, but in the week, I need to make sure that I surround myself with the people who are going to make sure that I have the best input into my business in that week. And so that, again, is a boundary that I have absolutely no qualm in implementing. And so I've always believed that I have boundaries. I implement my boundaries. I'm very okay with that. And if you don't like it, then that's kind of your shit to follow, not my problem. However, I come to realize when I was away over the holidays that all these wonderful boundaries that I'm so proud of, they're all in my personal life. I have zero boundaries when it comes to business. My business is on my phone. It's with me 24-7. I pick up that phone the moment I open my eyes in the morning and the moment I shut it down at night. I will check out my emails within 20 seconds of opening my eyes in the morning. I have zero boundaries. I'm contactable at any time from people from the team to clients to, you know, my bank manager to my insurance brokers to suppliers. I'm contactable 24-7. I have zero boundaries. So this is something I'm taking in to 2024 is really, really implementing those boundaries and really deciding what they look like, which I've already done. I sat on that plane home and I got to scribble. Oh my gosh, I scribbled so hard on my notepad. <laughs> I was like, oh, it turns out I've got quite a lot of boundaries that I want to implement. And one of the things was starting with a phone. So I've done it before and it didn't work, but I've got to get better. I've now got a second phone, which is what I've called my personal phone. And I've only given that number to like my closest people who, you know, ride or die is family. And that's it. And therefore, because here's the thing, I get when people say, turn your phone off and go away for the weekend, turn your phone off and go on holiday. That is not me. As a business owner, I have to be contactable to an extent. I have to be able to do certain things if or when something was to happen. So, for example, if the website was to crash and go down or if we were to have a real issue with something in the business operation or a team member was really stressed out and just needed me, I have to be contactable in those moments. So for me personally, switching off your phone and disappearing for a week is not going to make me feel comfortable. I'm going to feel nervous or anxious or worried about what might be needed. So instead, what I decided for me, what I believe is the best way, maybe like a middle ground, but I think it's what's going to sit best with me is to have the two phones, have my work phone where everyone has contact me. It's got WeChat for my suppliers. It's got WhatsApp. It's got all my, you know, my clients, my team. Everyone has that number. And then that's got all the emails on and everything, social media is the whole shebang. Then have my second phone, my personal phone with just my private people on and my personal Instagram and that's it. No emails, no nothing, no Shopify, no sales, nothing, right? And so when I go away or if I go to my friend's house for the weekend, I can be like, okay, I'm just going to go and check in on work. Give me half an hour and I'll be back. Then I can spend half an hour doing what I need to do on the work phone, knowing that if something is urgent, I can access it. Then I can turn the work phone off, put it on the side, pick up my personal phone and go about my day. And if at any point I decide I want to check in, I have the option to then pick up that other phone and check in. Or for example, we're going to the races in a few weeks. 
I will leave the work phone at home and go to the races because it's just a day thing, right? That's fine. But having the two phones and having that separation allows me to have a separate, you know, switch off, but equally gives me the peace of mind that I can pick it up and check it at any time if I need it. So that's kind of what I decided to do there. And that is a boundary that I've implemented. And I have to really work and really acknowledge when I'm picking the phone up and when I'm not picking it up and really get into that headspace. So that's definitely one of my huge ins for boundaries. Also, when it comes to boundaries, it's like zero distractions. I really want to get to a place where when I'm working, I am working. So my personal phone with all my friends on, like I've said to them, that's now my new number. You don't need the other number. Please delete it. So if my friends call me, my personal phone can now go on to do not disturb all day while I'm in work mode. So I'm not going to have any distractions. Like we all know from all of the stuff online, like if you are in focused work and you get a phone call or a text, you open your Instagram and you scroll, it takes your brain 23 minutes to get back into that focused state. So my friend's sending me a message about what we're doing for dinner that night or, you know, like a trip they've seen online. I don't need to see that when I'm in my work. So I'm really trying with the boundaries to separate my life because I feel like for the past nine years, my personal life, my business life have just been so entwined and everything's just been one. There's been no real separation. And so this separation is really, when I talk about boundaries, it's really what I'm going for. So when I'm in business mind and it's business, you know, business back, I have to turn off my personal phone and really focus and vice versa when I'm not in business. And another part of that is allowing me to switch off because, and I know this will resonate with you, and I actually put a reel on my Instagram about this the other day. I read a book by Ali Webb when I was away. I'm a huge fan of Ali Webb. I followed her from way before I started Pro She's like super successful, really down to earth woman in America who founded Dry Bar. Now, in this book, Ali talks about learning to switch off. And it's something I struggle with. I really don't switch off, which is why I keep saying my life has been so entwined. And if I look at the last nine years, there's absolutely zero definition. There's zero clear line between life and business. It's just one. And so what Ali says in her book is she talks about this never-ending list. And no matter how much work I do, I could sit at my desk and work 12-hour days for six months straight. I will still have work to do. And I've always just accepted that. And I've always been like, well, this is urgent. I need to work late on this. Or I need to pick up my laptop first thing because I need to do this. Or I'm, I'm going to work this weekend because I need to do that. I'm always going to need to do something. I'm always going to need to do this or do that or jump into here or go and call that person or check up on this or rewrite that. There's always going to be something. So she talks about accepting that and having the boundary in place to draw that line and be like, this is now my time because the list is never going to be ended. And that really resonated with me. And <laughs> I was actually telling my dad about this. And he was like, Beck, I've told you this for years. And I was like, yeah, I know. But when you tell me, it doesn't really hit the same. And maybe it's because I was in the right headspace to hear it. Maybe it's because my mind was, you know, relaxed. I was calm. I was away from chaos. And I was maybe just in that moment ready to hear that message. I don't know. Maybe the universe put it in my path. But anyway, it really resonated with me. So going into... 2023 with part of my zero boundaries is getting the phone sorted and set up it's really splitting out my working time and focus accepting that there is no end to my to-do list and that's okay I'm gonna put that boundary there and also really putting my non-negotiables first now a lot of you listen to this podcast probably when you know didn't follow me back then but 
pre-COVID, I started getting into the gym and I was lifting weights. I was feeling great and I lost a ton of weight and I was just, I was just feeling really strong mentally and that release, that physical release, I loved it. And then COVID came and then work got busy and then stuff got stressy and shitty and messy and all the rest of it, like it does for everybody. And that whole like part of my life went out the window. And I really, I think I really missed that. Or maybe I'm telling myself I miss it because I want to wait until I get back into it. But making those non-negotiables for me each day has got to become a priority. So for me, that looks like making sure that I walk my dog. Like I'm not ashamed to say the back end of last year, I was that busy and I was that stressed that up against it and I was working from place of like fuck 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 my mum was walking my dog most days to me because I was like I cannot take an hour to walk my dog of course I can take an hour but it's where your mindset is as to whether you can take the hour or not as opposed to the workload that you have so for me making a list of non-negotiables every day so that for me looks like you know eating healthy nutritional food walking my dog every day having that one-to-one time with my dog getting out and lifting some like metal like lifting some weights every couple three two three times a week this is not just about losing weight this is about just having like that zest for life and that energy in your body and that movement and you know non-negotiables are not just about that I also have in there things like journal when my mind feels a bit like over busy and I've got lots of things going on I also have in there like put the phone away cook healthy I love cooking I love cooking with my friends I cook healthy food do a video call once a week on a walk to catch up with my best friend who just doesn't live around here it looks like a lot of different things so really I would say make a list of what really matters to you in your day or your week and make that your non-negotiable and know that no matter how busy your schedule gets you are going to make time to do those things every single day or every single week whatever you need to do because that matters and finally as part of the boundaries kind of like list I told you I struggled (laughs) I told you I went all in is really just being present in my life now I'm gonna say this and you're either gonna totally resonate with me or you're gonna think I've lost my mind either or let me know um I feel like there's absolutely zero science to back up what I'm about to say this is just me and my random thoughts I feel like my brain is like 99.9% consumed with the business, but I don't have any brain capacity for anything else. So my mom will say to me like, oh, I'm meeting Kaz tomorrow, we're going for a coffee. And then I'll say to her later on, oh, what, what are you doing tomorrow? And she'll go, I told her I went for coffee. And it just doesn't sit in my, it just doesn't sit with me. And it's not because I'm not interested. I just feel like my brain just doesn't have any space left. And like, that's not really okay. And that's something that I really want to work on. And so I feel like all of these things combined, the phone, the distractions when I'm not working, accepting that to-do list, doing my non-negotiable, moving my body, all of these things, I think they'll all accumulatively come together and support the whole like really being present in my life because that's really important to me. And, you know, if the past couple of weeks when I was on holiday and away from everything taught me anything, it's that... There is so much to life. There's so much living to do. I have to be able to live it in those moments and not be partially there. Not be there, but also checking on an email or not be there, but also swiping my phone left to have a look at the sales for the day. So really being present in my life. And so under that reel, we'll wrap up that section. Leaving in 2023 is lack of boundaries in business. And coming into 2024 
is all of those things I've mentioned, the phone, the being present in the business and distractions limited, accepting the to-do list, putting those non-negotiables first and really being present in my life. They are coming into 2023 with me. Um, you know, if any of that resonated with you, if any of that made you think like, oh shit, thank God I'm not the only one, then please, please come on over to Instagram. Let me know, tell me, because I'm pretty sure I don't know, maybe I tell myself I'm sure because it makes me feel less crazy. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure or hopeful that somebody listening to this will resonate. Okay, another one that I'm really, really focused on is busyness. I want to leave in 2023 being busy because I have been so busy in the business that I find myself being in the business a lot instead of on the business. And by that, like being in the business, the team will be working on something, I'll jump in to give my opinion. And the next thing I'm three hours in, like they don't really need me, they can do it without me and I'll sign it off at the end anyway. But like I'm in it because I love it and I enjoy it and I wanna be part of that, but that's not really my job. Or I'm in the business, like I'm doing the overseeing of you know, a certain problem that we may have. And these things can be passed on and done by somebody else, but I will find myself doing it. It's like I need to really, really, really work hard and implement being working like on the business and not being busy in the business. And so there's a couple of things I've done to really help me with that that may help you. They may not. I don't know. Let me know. So I've really tried to structure my weeks out going forward. And, you know, things like on a Wednesday is when I do podcasting. It's when I do any filming. It's when if somebody wants me on their podcast guest, I book that in for Wednesday. I tend to do a lot of my one-to-one um, consultancy calls on a Wednesday. And if anyone wants any meetings, video, face-to-face, again, I do that on a Wednesday. And that just means on a Wednesday, I've got to wash my hair. <laughs> I've got to look half presentable to, to do that. Um, and then a Monday generally is typically my admin day. And then trying to just block out my week with a bit more structure is definitely like already feels great. And I'm three days in. So I feel like that's something I need to make sure that I keep up. And really building the team out I've built a team out further already with some new starts this year and a really big one is part of building that team out and any of my team who listen to this are going to be like oh she's so freaking right is I'm not I don't micromanage I like my team to be given the work they need to do know their structure know their workload and allow them to go and do it and I don't like to micromanage however so I'm, I'm good with that the part that I have a problem in that I struggle is that I like everything done to a certain way. So if I take our social media strategy, for example, I like our feeds to look a certain way and I like the caption to read a certain way and I like, you know, the the cover lays to be a certain way and the edit to be a certain way and things like that. Or if I was to take like our dispatch, I like our dispatch to be done a certain way and our customer service and all of these things. But my team works so, so hard and they are so loyal and they do things my way because they want to keep me happy. And they also, you know, bring in their way of doing it. And another thing I got from a book I was reading when I was away was this whole conception around like 90% are perfect. And it's really helped me even in the short while since I read this bit of this book because I want things 100% perfect. I want things exactly how we set out to do them. If we're going to do a product launch, I want it to be exactly how we want it to be. And everything we plan for, I want it to be like to 100%. Likewise, I want our socials to be done to 100%. I want, but 
that can cause me one wasting time looking at things feeding it back probably pissing them off a little bit because i like like it's not really gonna make much difference and this book spoke about like if you're always going to try and get to 100% perfect you're always going to be so busy but not really moving that needle forward and so actually if you can get to a place where you accept that 90% to perfect is perfect you will find you are a lot less busy doing shit that doesn't really need to be done and so having read that and you know when you read a book and certain parts are just kind of stick in your mind that just kept going over and over and over in my mind and I was like this is so right like I need to stop always pushing for 100% and accept that if 90% to perfect is where we get to, then that is fine because here's the thing, the outcome will not change. If we launch a product and we get to 90% of perfect, the product will fly. If we run our socials to 90% perfect, our engagement will fly. It will continue to skyrocket. The click-throughs will continue and the sales will continue. We will not make any more money by getting the extra 10%. In fact, we'll probably lose money from the time we spend trying to clear that 10% up. So really accepting that for me has already felt like a really big shift in my mindset. And then um, another thing as well is just really getting clear on the business goals. So one thing I would really advise you to do is be quite simple, not simple, but don't sit there and create create the biggest mood board, the biggest dream vision you want, but then really break it down into tangible steps. So what we do is we, you know, have the big vision for the overall year. Yeah, that's that's amazing. But trying to work from here to that from day one is not only insane, like it's not going to be productive and it's not going to really help you move that needle forward to where you want to get to. So what we tend to do is we split the year into quarters and we have quarterly goals and quarterly targets for each business, like two to three goals under each business. If it's a huge goal, like you're gonna launch an entire new line, that might be your only goal for that quarter. Like it doesn't have to be super, super complex or a lot that can be depending on what that goal is. And for me personally, I've got a lot of travel this year and I go away again in six weeks. So I kind of set the quarter goals and then I set myself the goals for that period. So like, well now until six weeks till I go away again, I want to accomplish X. And then when I come back, I'm home for four weeks. I want to accomplish X. And so it doesn't really matter how you split it. If you split it into your vacations or your children's holidays, if you work around that or whatever it might be. Setting the big goal, but then breaking that down into small intermediate goals and targets that you can work through in a time frame that suits you and the business is going to really help you be able to achieve that. And the other thing and the final thing in this kind of little segment of not being busy in the business is really only saying yes to the opportunities that support those goals. And that's something that I'm terrible at. <laughs> and I don't even want to sit here and say anything else because I actually agreed to do something tomorrow that I've had to actually call back up today and be like, I'm really sorry, but I don't think I'm going to be able to make it. It wasn't a huge commitment. I was going to attend something. I wasn't speaking or anything, but I was like, I am not going to get anything from this. Why am I spending my time doing it? And you don't always do things to gain things, of course, but if you're working on a specific goal in your business or you're trying to move a trajectory forward on a specific aspect, like, let's focus on that. And so I used to have this saying, I've definitely said it before on this podcast, like, say yes and make it happen. And that was my, my kind of thing for everything. Like, we say yes to everything. And it's still up in the offices now. 
but I actually really disagree with that as time has moved on. Like, yes, say yes to make it happen to things you want to say yes to, but equally be okay and know and trust that sometimes saying no is actually the best, like the best answer you can give. And so coming into 2024, I really want to stand by that and I really want to make sure that I'm only saying yes to opportunities and things that are actually going to help me get to the goal that I'm focused on getting to or that I believe might, you know, help us in the future. Because really it goes back to that first section of boundaries when it's like, well, I really want to be present in my life and to be present in my life, I need to work really hard on the hours that I'm giving to my business. So if I'm going to go to an event, just to go to an event, is that going to help me in my business? If the answer is no, then, well, don't go. Do what is going to help you so you can then make sure that you have that downtime and you enjoy it. So to wrap up that section, we have going out and sticking in 2023 is being busy in the business and coming into 2024 is really working on that weekly structure, splitting out your days, building out the team and accepting that working to 90% to perfect is actually okay. It's not going to change the trajectory of the end goal. And making clear goals for the year, but splitting them down into quarters or however it works for you and really only saying yes to the opportunities that are going to help you. And the final in and out that I wanted to cover is going out is less, is more across all brands. So for 2023 and the previous nine years, God, we wanted to do everything. We wanted to do so much and achieve so much. We wanted to grow exponentially and we wanted to skyrocket and all these great things. Actually, coming into 2024 is I want to do less, but I want to do it more. So I want to focus on one thing or two things or maybe even three things in each business. And I want to do it the best that we can do it instead of trying to do lots. And I speak to a lot of people on one-to-one consultancy, especially this time of year. There's like an underlying kind of like message a lot of you are saying to me is like, you feel stuck, you don't know where to start, you feel like you've hit a wall, you know, your conversion's down, your engagement's down, your reach is down, the traffic is down, you feel like you're not getting any sales, any traction. And then you come to me and I'm like, okay, what do you want? Where do we want to focus? Because the one thing I always say is, I never want you to book a one-to-one call with me and just go blur, like this big blurb of stuff. I want us to jump on that call with structure because you're paying for that time. So it's really important that you get the most from that time. So we have to break it down into segments. And a lot of the time it's like, I need to learn Google ads. I need to do Facebook ads. How do I do that? What content would you do? How do I get my website to get more sales? How do I get people to spend more money? Where do I find my customer? Where's my social media? And it's like, you cannot do all of this in 30 minutes and you cannot go health leather on, on ads, health leather on Google shopping, launch and smash TikTok shop, launch and smash your social media platform shops, launch into retailers, launch distribution, launch trade, get into PR. You cannot do all of this in one go. Well, you can, but unless you've got a lot of budget and a lot of team, people around you know what you're doing, you're not going to do it all great. So actually, if you pick one of those things, just one right now, and you really focus on that, and I'll focus on getting that one thing great, then add a second and get that second thing great. And then maybe even get a third and get that third thing great. You're probably going to find that you're going to get a lot more success and a lot more growth in the business than if you try and do everything. 
and that's something that I'm really gonna try and focus on and really build into the teams as we move into this year you know so leaving in 2023 sticking with the theme of the podcast out and in you know gotta wrap it up we're gonna leave this whole do everything and bringing in we're gonna do one thing and do it the best and then build on that and um that is it so they are my three main chunks boundaries being busy and doing one thing great that i'm trying to carry in into the new year both in business and in life so i really hope some of that has resonated with you i'm so excited to get the podcast off back up and running again this year i really want to be able to offer you loads of support I want to dive deep into retailer, into how to build a brand, into how to source products. And loads of you have been sending me messages, things you want me to talk about. So please, if this is something you want me to talk about, then please, please, please drop me a DM on Instagram. Tell me about it and I will make sure that we cover it in this podcast at some point over the next couple of months. I've also got some really great guests lined up to come on here and share their story with you and a real mix. I'm just really excited to get going with it. So episode one 2024 is wrapped i hope you've enjoyed it i hope something i've said has resonated with you i hope from my i don't know the way that this whole podcast has come together that you you hear that i'm so excited and happy to be back and to be here and um yeah my goal in terms of the podcast and my socials and like my personal kind of brandy bits away from my business is really just to just keep shit real like I don't really get any enjoyment trying to sell a course. I don't I don't want to build an empire selling digital products. Like I love product-based businesses. I love e-commerce. I love the grind. I love taking an idea to creating it, to building a brand, to building a brand knowing it's gonna sit on a shelf, to launching it, to put it into retail, to put it onto an e-commerce site and you know, that first 18 months of growth. That is what I love. And so that's what I want to talk about. I want to share all of that. I want to keep shit as real for you as possible. And I really just want to be able to give you as much knowledge and insight and support as I can. Um, so yeah, anyway, I'm going to wrap this up here. I wish you the best year ahead. And let's be honest, shit's always going to get messy. We're always going to have roadblocks. But like I always say, like really the fundamental job of an entrepreneur is we go after what we want and we accept that a load of stuff's going to come our way. And our job is to find a way around those problems, which we're all more than capable of doing. So I wish you the best 2024. And if you've listened to the podcast and you've enjoyed it, please do let me know. Drop me a DM on Instagram. And um, yeah, I'll have you to be back. And that's a wrap from today's episode of the Rebecca McCann Show. Remember, success is built on authenticity and action. So get out there, do the work, be consistent and make it happen. And if you found value in today's episode, please don't forget to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an unfiltered conversation. If you have questions, thoughts, or you would just like to connect, please do reach out to me over on Instagram at Rebecca McCann underscore. I would love to hear from you. So if you can spare a moment to rate the podcast and spread the word on your socials, be sure to tag me because your support honestly means the world and I'm truly grateful for every single bit. Until next time, please remember, you are wildly capable.